hello hello everyone welcome back welcome back it's another week of september and i don't know how you're feeling but i'm feeling like okay okay september i'm liking you okay okay let's keep this ball rolling because momentum is a force to keep it rolling all right so Thinking of right now, we have, we're still in COVID-19, we have a possible recession coming. I've been thinking of, okay, like, wow, like, okay, like, there is truly a possible recession. Like, it just truly is. Whether you want to face or not, there's truly a possible recession coming. And now it's crazy to think of how so many different circles are, and I'm talk about circles, I mean people, there's so many different groups. There's some groups who are like, wow, I can't believe this is happening versus some groups know it. For instance, um, many uh, like whether it's like financially savvy or just like economics, like economists or whoever, like they saw this coming. You read articles from uh, like 2018, 2019, they like so many people have said, hey, 2019, 2020, there's a possible recession. Now, do I think that, do I believe that they thought, it was going to be COVID-19. Uh, um, I think nah, not that. Yet at the same time, our when you study the economy, when you study uh like just tre- like trends and everything, it's this is it's not that surprising that okay, we have a possible recession coming up. And although this is happening, like there's still opportunities during this season. When you look at the Great Depression or you look at even 2007 when we had the like home market marketing crash or everything, right? And I'm talking about within America. There were so many people who rose up during this time. So many businesses that increased. So many businesses that when if they started during this time or they continued through that, they continued to grow. So when the whole world, when everyone else is freaking out, when everyone else doesn't know what's next, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a person who you just started your business two weeks ago and you have no idea how you're going to keep going or what's next, stay on the course, stay on the course. Think about when you go golfing, right? When you go golfing and you're about to just swing or whatever, you don't just swing and hope it goes somewhere. You sw- you look at the ball and you keep your eyes on the ball and you hit your target. It's just it's just this, just the same thing about your like you're running a business. Are you going to drive yourself crazy? Are you going to actually sleep because you haven't slept for two weeks? Or are you going to say like, OK, keep my eye on the ball. I'm keeping my eye on why I started this company and I'm just going to keep moving. Whether you got to have a mentor, whether you have to bring in someone who uh isn't within your business and you need to bring in this person because this person it doesn't have like so social ties to you and that this person sees the the parts within your business that are breaking and parts that you need to like remove adjust or whatever bring this person in bring in a third party like talk to your mentor talk to your business coach even if you've fallen off like the last couple months from talking to them because you don't want to tell them how everything is going down right now just hit up that person like come on just hit them up because you don't want to keep sinking and it's just a, it's just a season it's not forever and I think about the economy right now I start to think of worldly versus kingdom success in that when this reset whether we have a recession or not kingdom success is still kingdom success worldly success can fluctuate but kingdom success is eternal 
And so today, just want to break down, okay, like what's the difference? And when I say kingdom success, I mean success of Jesus Christ, success of the Lord. When success, success in the Lord's sight is being obedient to God. If we're being obedient to God, we're fulfilling God's God's mission, God's plan for our life, then we are successful versus worldly success has so much to it. Now, aspects of kingdom success can't now aspects of kingdom success can be worldly. So turn with me if you if you would like to Deuteronomy 818. I'm reading from NIV version. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so conforms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers. And it is today. Now, Deuteronomy is a couple of a couple of chapters after Exodus. Exodus, whereas Moses had got a word from the Lord that, you know, um, hey, like you're like you're chosen, like you, you're going to do this and that, like you're going to lead the people out of bondage and sl- slavery within Egypt and everything. And of course, Moses felt overwhelmed, but mo- but Moses might have felt overwhelmed. Right. But he followed God. He was obedient to God. Point number one, kingdom success is being obedient to God. Point number one, point number one, being obedient to God is kingdom success. When we walk throughout life, right? And we focus so much on when am I going to, when, when, okay, when am I going to get this pitch? When is this going to grow? When is this going to happen? This and this, all right? That is very worldly. So kingdom success being obedient to God versus worldly success could have aspects that are not being obedient to God. Say, for instance, you're a person and you're like, okay, like I know God is taking me in this direction, yet it doesn't make sense, yet um, I'm the first in my family to do this, yet I don't know, what ha- I have no idea where this is going. Like God's calling me to leave my job. God's calling me to stay at my job. God's calling me to move to another job. God's calling me to create jobs, right? So Say, for instance, there's a person, right? You want kingdom success. You want to obey God, right? Yet the world is dragging you back in. You need to go do this. You need to go find this. If God is telling you in a direction, no matter what the world says, oh, looks good or this and that, God is a provider and money is a tool. Mm, That's point number two. God is a provider and money is a tool. If you focus so much on uh, pleasing people or doing what looks good or having this six-figure job yet you're really depressed at home and God is telling you to leave to leave this just for it 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 may be a while maybe it won't be but God's telling you to leave this but you're so scared because oh I have this perfect 240 home oh I got this hot wife or whatever you whatever you call her like you have this but inside you're depressed and it's because you you've been running and running away from God and it's like go back to him like God's grace is sufficient. Like go back to him. So money money is a t- money is a tool and God is a provider. God is Alpha Omega, the finisher, the starter and so much, right? And so if God is all of these things and we are obedient to him, don't you think that God's going to provide you with all the desires of your heart within his will? When God within so within Proverbs, when God places a desire within your heart, he fulfills it. Like he fulfills it. Now, I said when God puts a desire, some of the desires we have is not the desires that God has placed in our heart. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. When I think about me a couple years ago, the type of men that that the type of men I desired, right, were very worldly versus versus kingdom like, for instance, um, 
there was this one dude I used to ma- I used to mess with and he fr- from a worldly perspective like he had everything oh he had a nice job he had a nice car he looked good like he dressed good and all these things but none of it was kingdom like and I'm not and I'm not down in him because I was at a part of life when I was worldly and I wasn't um you know with it like with within God's will and so when I think about worldly, right? Like, it looks good. It looks so good. Yo, like, this person, he looks so good. You know the type of person, when they look good now, they're going to look good when they're 60. They're going to look good at 40. Like, this is how he looked. Like, looks so good. But none of that, like, none, nothing that me and him did together were kingdom-like. And, yeah, it's like, worldly success is just so temporary. Like, you're only looking at the surface. Like, for instance, you have a business and, um, mm, you have a business, yet your whole family is just getting dragged down, yet you just keep ignoring it because you spent all your hours at the office and you're working after hours, but you really know what you're doing and your wife knows what you're doing. All of this is worldly. All of this is surface, like sur- like fully surrendered to God, like you've been cheating, you've been stealing money, you've been committing fraud, you've been lying on your taxes the last couple of years, like just surrender full, fully to God because you, you'll you'll get kingdom success. Like you're so scared to let like let go and fully surrender to God and tell someone honest of how you've been stealing, you've been lying, you've been cheating, you've been um messing with all these different women or whatever. Like it's going you're fully surrender, fully surrender. Cause then you'll get kingdom success. Cause and you realize that this worldly success is not feeding you. Like you realize how it's not. Like it's truly not feeding you. This worldly success is just leaving you. Like you make six. You make over a well. You make well over six figures. But this worldly success is honestly not. Like it makes you feel like death every day because you keep looking like okay, when can I get this Maserati? Okay, when can I get this home? And you're always focused so much on the next step that you never have any joy within your present life. And God's grace is sufficient. And like, yeah. So. Worldly success will leave you temporary. Um, it will. Be, it'll just make you feel temporary. Like you're focusing so much on, okay, can I have all these clothes? Can I have this and that? It's like, it's just, it just feels so temporary. When was the last time you're like, um, for instance, like minimal minimalism? Um, I really like minimalism. Like I, like I truly do. For, but I think minimalism is different for every single person. Just like God's abundance is different for every single person. Like within minimalism, it's um, kind of focusing like the concept of minimalism is like have as less thing like as less objects, whether it's clothes, whether it's like uh, just clothes or cars or whatever, like just living on less and having feeling an abundance of this less. Right. That's like a basic definition of minimalism. And I think that it's super cool. Like if I could get to the part one day when, um, you know, only have like eight outfits or something like I would really love that. Like, honestly, that's kind of a goal I have when I'm older. But um, yeah, so. I don't know. Look at look into minimalism. If you're having trouble with like, okay, am I operating worldly versus Kim's success? Look into that. Are you um, if you don't have this pair of shoes or you aren't able to buy shoes every couple months, like, are you still fulfilled in God? Like, are you still fulfilled with um, in doing the work you're going to do or you only work to have this pair of shoes? You know, Um, 
like within, within Deuteronomy 8.18. But remember the Lord your God, for it's he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. That's the first part of it. The Lord, Like the Lord tells us what, what is wealth, right? Like God tells us what is wealth. And this looks different for every single person. There are so many pastors who make, uh, whether it's like they make million or whatever, right? And they're constantly scrutinized. They're constantly this. But I be thinking... Okay, you're scrutinizing this person. If God if if God gave them that, right? That's that's the wealth that God has given them. Who are you to talk about them? Like who? It's like within Matthew, like do you are you like you talk about people, but do you not see the log within your eye? Like do you? And so wealth is different for every single person. Wealth is different for every believer or even like like talk, like going back to king success, it's different for every single believer. That's like my final point. Do not compare your king your king success or what God has given you to others. It looks different for every single person. For me personally, right? I'm a person I used to always I'll be I'll be I'll be honest right now. Like I'm a person, um, my definition of success has changed over the years. Like a year ago before I was in ministry, like I always said like, Hey, I just want to have, um, like, I just want to have a full-time business and like, that's it. Like I want to be a business owner, I want to be a mom, I want to be a wife versus this year. Like my definition of success has completely changed. Like number one, above all, all, like all of that is of pleasing God, but also I'm like, God, if you've called me to like minister preacher or whatever then god i want that to come to be in addition to that i don't want i don't just want to have all these things or have this business and then i come home and i don't know my husband or i don't know my kids or i'm not doing what you've called me to do like i don't want that and so kingdom success looks different to every single person it does and yeah i'll see you next week Bye bye